Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Violence. No, actually, welcome to Exploit It. This week, uh, we got, I'm Alexis Jowski. And I'm Kevin Daly all the time. Yes, I'm only getting Alexis Jowski this week. But no, this week we're talking about Faster Pussycat Kill Kill, 1965, directed by Russ Meyer. If you want one. Ladies and gentlemen, go, go for a wild, wild ride with the Watusi cats. But beware, the sweetest kittens have the sharpest claws. For your own safety, see Faster Pussycat Kill Kill. Wild women, wild wheels, race the fastest pussycats and they'll beat you to death. Superwoman, belted, buckled, and booted. yourself on this kid and hanging us up for nothing. For nothing? She's got nothing to do with the money. She is the money. Jack and Jill, they make the mafia look like brownies. Hey, he's a big one, ain't he? Mm. That must have fallen away to his ears. Yeah. 10% of your action be enough for anyone. Too much for one man to handle. And again, you never can tell. You girls a bunch of nudists or you just uh, short of clothes? Right now, you're first on my list. And I always try to talk. You've only got one channel. And your channel's busy tuning in outside. You really should be AM and FM. So who do I get to take care of? The muscle man? You got two of everything. And some left over. You did want. You wanted big. Right. Or side, darling. Why don't you take one of each, son? They uh, both look tender. He's got a big motor to feed. I'll give you a heap of My motor never runs shot, baby. You were too rough the last time. All right, here's how it works. Everybody's got to go. You name it, we've got it. Faster pussy cat kills delivers tons more than the opposition. Unladylike karate chops, ungentlemanly haymakers, spirited gymnastics, corrective table etiquette, sandbox jousting, or a muscle-bound cat wrestling with a roaring sports car that's intent upon squashing him like a grape. Bizarre kidney and chassis-rattling chases, and for the first time on the screen, a haymaking, belly-busting, karate-chopping, judo-flipping fight to end them all. Superwoman against man. The prize, life itself. Slashing, tackling, gouging, hacking, flipping, belting, smashing, and blasting. Muscle to muscle, bone to bone. For an incredible evening's entertainment, a film so totally satisfying, see Russ Meyer's faster pussycat. Kill, kill. This is a great movie, actually. I liked it. Bit misogynist, but that's yeah, the time. It's- yeah, it's hard to tell exactly what this is trying to say, if anything. It sort of doesn't really have a, a uh, doesn't really have a um, message in it. I think the message is that uh, sometimes bitches be crazy. <laughs> yeah, but the it's not like the antagonists aren't also crazy. <laughs> yeah, because the opening monologue, just a narrator, just ladies and gentlemen, welcome to violence, the word and the act, and he goes on about violence, and then he's like. Uh, let's examine this creation, this new breed encased within the supple skin of woman. The softness is there, the unmistakable smell of female. 
Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to violence, the word and the act. While violence cloaks itself in a plethora of disguises, its favorite mantle still remains sex. Violence devours all it touches, its voracious appetite rarely fulfilled. Yet violence doesn't only destroy, it creates and molds as well. Let's examine closely then this dangerously evil creation, this new breed, encased and contained within the supple skin of woman. The softness is there, the unmistakable smell of female, the surface shiny and silken, the body yielding yet wanton. But a word of caution, handle with care and don't drop your guard. This rapacious new breed prowls both alone and in packs, operating at any level, any time, anywhere and with anybody. Who are they? One might be your secretary, your doctor's receptionist, or a dancer in a go-go club. Very weird intro. It's like uh, Reefer Madness, but for women's liberation. <laughs> yeah, like, don't let these women have power. Where are they? They might be your secretary, your doctor's receptionist, or a dancer in a go-go club. Yeah, it definitely has that uh, Reefer Madness vibe, too, doesn't it? Like it propaganda. does. It does, but the the, the the devil's lettuce here is just um, violent women. Right. And so we smash cut to a go-go club where we get That's our st- style of the time. Yep, we get these three women dancing, and these men are just shouting, Go! 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 Go, baby! Go! And I had to look up if that's why that's called go-go dancing, uh, which it's not. I didn't think so. And the term comes from a French phrase, a go-go, which means in abundance. Like monster a go-go? Yes, like monster a go-go. And so these three girls, they finish their shift at the go-go club, and they are Tura Santana plays Varla. Haji, of the one name, plays Rosie, and Lori Williams plays Billy. And they are just speeding around in the desert. They all got these nice-ass sports cars, because I guess Go-Go and plays a lot of money. Yeah, Farlow's got a Porsche. A Porsche 365C. Wow, I'm it's impressed. On, it's on the IMDb trivia page. <laughs> oh, he didn't have to tell me that. Oh, I could just, yeah, that's all that uh, Forza I've been playing. Yeah, <laughs> I've got like three Alexis, of these. Alexis knows her car. Shit. <laughs> <laughs> and they all park out and Billy's just like, I want to go swimming and jumps into this river. And one of several times in this movie says, oh, this is a gas. Man, the dialogue. It's like really, uh, it was like the 60s version of reading Huckleberry Finch. Just like nothing but like stereotypical 60s slang and none of it made any sense to me. <laughs> I know. Yeah, no, I just like, ah, I gotta go get wet because Lady Godiva wants to swim. I'm just like, but first of all, she's not actually nude. Second, Lady Godiva rode a horse. Yeah. So uh, Rosie gets in there, and we get this long wet T-shirt fight, and they get out and they're rolling in the sand. And I'm ladies like, and gentlemen, welcome to exploitation. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and then they all they're all fighting, and then Varla's like, "Oh, well, let's play chicken," and they play a two-on-one game of chicken. And Varla wins, and it's like, That's see, Var- Varla's crazy. Oh yeah, this woman is insane. A death wish. And they're all just she's reinstated herself as the alpha female of the gang here. She's she's the leader. And um, uh, this couple come up in their car, Tommy and Linda, and they're just nice, innocent people. So you know when they run into this 
men to crazy women that, that they're, they're fucked, you know? Also, fuck that shit. Paps Blue Ribbon. Yeah, because they, uh, yeah, they're like, we're gonna... They're, they're just drinking beers out in the desert. Salt flats. I don't know if this was filmed in Utah or if there's some salt flats in California. Or I think this takes place in California. I think so, because that's where Russ Meyer calls home. And um, I don't think he would have shot too far from home for an Probably earlier not. film. But Tommy and Linda, they, they're they apparently part of a car club. And they're like, we're just running time trials on my new car. And uh, I love the line when Linda offers them, would you like some soft drinks? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> we don't like anything soft. Everything we touch uh, is hard. Aha, innuendo. Although I was thinking of um, Ike and Tina's Proud Mary. It's like, we're going to do the beginning of this song. Nice and easy. But you see, we never do nice and easy. Um, but then Varla's unimpressed with them racing, you know, doing time trials. She's like, why are you racing time? You know, I don't beat clocks. I beat people. But Tommy is the nice old American. Safety first. Linda. Meanwhile, Linda looks like she's 14. She does. And she's like, but Tommy's the, the president of the safety club. I think she's act- the actress is 17, almost 18 when the um, movie was filmed. Part. My research indicated. I think she was 16, almost 17. Okay. Yeah. She looks it. She definitely looks it, which is odd because everybody aged faster in the 60s. That's true. I was watching something the other day where there was like, it was the 60s and there was this 33-year-old guy. He's like wrinkled and balding. (laughs) Somebody, I'm just like, this guy's fucking 33? He looks 60. But anyway, well, every every kid you have takes uh, ages you four years at least. So yes, it does. <laughs> Since Varla's so adamant about like, yeah, the only true racing is against people, not these fucking clocks. They do agree to a race around the track, and they're like, it's just three little turns. Um, it's what they say, but there's like eight hundred turns that we see. Uh, <laughs> yeah, that's the NASCAR uh, style. It's just three it's little not- turns. And three 800 laps. Yeah. 800 times, but three little turns. And Tommy ends up driving off the track. And, of course, Linda's like, oh no, my fiancé. And the girls just start bullying the shit out of Linda. Because they're evil women. Well, especially especially Marla, who's just a straight-up sadist. Yeah, she just goes up to Tommy when he gets out of the car, and she just straight-up kills him. Like, yeah. they're not robbing them. They didn't do anything to offend these women other than they existed. And yeah. so, they kill Tommy, they get him in the trunk of their car, and they, they gag. Well, I should point out that Varla kills Tommy, and that they kind of just let it happen. Yeah. Rosie and uh, Billy are not actually involved in the killing. It was a one-on-one fight that Tommy lost. Tommy lost the hard way, yeah. Yeah, uh, badly. Oh, they knock out Linda, they, like, drug her. Yeah. And so they, they're gonna go, like, dump the body or something. And they go to a gas station where it plays, like, kooky Petticoat Junction music. Gilmore Pyle comes out. Yeah, and he can't find where to put the gas. He's trying to find the, the place where to put the nozzle, and she's like, It's the right fender! And he can't open it. Yeah, well, she's trolling, because uh, it doesn't have one of those lift... It's like every car now has a thing where you have to, like, lift the thing from the inside to open the gas thing, but in the 60s, that wasn't normal. Yep. So he's, like, trying to open it with his hands and failing, and Barlow's, like, laughing at this dumbass. And um, Gomer Pyle here is just amazed by that. He's like, oh, wow, the world sure is moving fast. We got topless suits and pop-top cans. And, and he fills up all of their cars, and their total comes to $13.50. 
for all three cars. And we all feel sad. Yeah. The gas station I went to today didn't even have gas. Damn. Or there was a refinery fire in Denver, so... Well, oh, that'll do. That'll do it. It'll probably... that Gas is up a bit again here, too, so I wonder if that may have affected some things around here. Yeah, but um, they see this big guy that they're like, Ooh, who's this nice stud? This big, strong guy, and he's carrying his, like, crippled dad. Yeah, it's, it's Lenny. From, <laughs> he <laughs> is from Lenny. That's a, my notes all call him Lenny, too. Can I pet the rabbits, George? I'm going about the rabbits. But his name is Vegetable. That's yeah, he probably has a real name, but that's the only thing they really refer to him as. Yeah, he's just the Vegetable. And, um, well, Old Man is just called Old Man, too. True. Or Dad, I guess, from the other characters, but usually Old Man. And look at Gomer Pyle. is like, oh, yeah, that man, he got hit by a train and it queered up his mind, especially about women. He don't believe in banks. He's got all his money at his place in the desert. So these girls are like, oh, well, let's just go rob the shit out of this old man. But then we realize old man is kind of evil. Yeah, I was getting Texas Chainsaw vibes from this dude, and actually probably not wrong. They just don't go into too much detail about the things he's done. Because he's sitting at the table, vegetable is petting a cat, and I'm like, he's going to kill this cat. And say, tell me again about the rabbits. <laughs> but yeah, I was, I, was, I was expecting that as well. And um, he's like, will we get another girl? It's like, I don't know, you were too rough with the last girl. Like, was that Candy's wife? Yeah. <laughs> her hair so soft. And um Yeah. I assume he made a skin suit out of her. Yeah, they probably did. But he randomly goes off about women. He's like, Oh, they let them smoke, vote, and drive, and then they put him in pants, and what do you get? A Democrat for president. Which did we have a Democrat for president in nineteen sixty five? Good question. Who was president in nineteen sixty five? Oh, it was, was, it, uh, it was LBJ. I didn't even I was need to say, I was, looking it up. I was going to say, is it Lyndon Johnson? I'm pretty sure it was Lyndon Johnson. Yeah, because it was. This is within the time after Kennedy was assassinated. So right, and this is sixty five. So Civil Rights Act. That was Johnson, right? So yeah. Oh, old man in this movie would hated that then. Yeah, I mean it. He never actually brings up his potential racism, but you just assume. You just assume. But the, the, the way he hates women, he probably hates minorities, too. Probably just hates, I mean, to be fair, he probably just hates everybody. Yeah. So the women come up and they're like, hey, can we just hang out at your farm for a while? Like, they don't even have this, we broke down. They're just like, hey, can we just hang out here? You have water, can we take a shower? And Varla, she's being her normal Varla self. And I like the old man's line where he's like, well, that girl's more stallion than mare, but she might yeah. gentle down with a real nice halter. Yeah. And we get Billy getting wet again and going, it's such a gas. Same line. Billy looks disturbingly like Brooke Hogan, and uh, oh, I couldn't shake yes. it the entire time. And um, now we don't get actual nudity in this movie, which is surprising. Nope. Especially for Russ Meyer. No nudity. Actually, extremely light in violence as well. Yeah. For a movie that opens with Welcome to Violence. Welcome to Violence. <laughs> Two scenes. <laughs> There's a movie where you stare at women's bare backs for that most of the time. And Varlo's got lots of booba and not much shirt. That's about it. Yeah, and so they're like, oh, that old man has a thing for women. I'm like, what? Do you mean he's heterosexual? What, what, what do you mean, a thing? And then he comes up, he's like, you girls, a bunch of nudists, are you just short on clothes. Because, you know, they're they're not even dressed that revealing. Yeah, not really. They're wearing pants and... I think one has a sleeveless shirt. I mean, Linda's wearing the least amount of clothes, because for some reason she was in a 
bikini to go out to hang out with her boyfriend in the salt flats. Yeah, and uh, he knows that they had, because Linda woke up, so they tied and gagged her. Yeah. But then they told her, it's like, okay, we're going to untie and gag you, but if you say anything, we're going to fucking kill you. And so the old man's like, why'd you tie and gag up that girl? And they come up with the dumbest story. It's like, oh, she's insane. And her family hired us to go collect her when she ran away. And so we had to tie and gag her because she's insane. Well, why don't you go to the police? Well, her parents are, uh, are they're, they're rich politicians, so we got to keep it out of the news. And the old man's like, Okay, this tracks. You're fine. I mean, that is something rich, influential people do, to be fair. They do like to keep their family drama out of the news. Yeah, and he's like, you want to come in for lunch? And um, so while the girls are deciding whether to go in for lunch, old man and vegetable go in. And vegetable's like, what do you think of the girls? What do you think the girls? We're going to save that young one. We have to save her. And I, I have put save in big ass air quotes here. Billy is thirsty as hell for this vegetable. I mean, he is he's is a good-looking swole dude. What do you want? Yeah, I don't think she realizes at first how slow he is. No, she doesn't. Because um, she's like, oh, wow, you're so big and strong. I like these muscles. The old man's like, show the girls how you stay strong, Billy. Oh, vegetable. <laughs> and so vegetable takes Billy into his weight room. And he literally just is lifting weights. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and he's just lifting weights. And Billy's like, oh, you got yourself a playroom. All, all you need now is a playmate. Ah, uh, innuendo. And Vegetable is unfazed. This is just a big asexual piece of tough meat. Yep. And then they, Billy hears a scream and she runs out. And Linda's gone and the old man's on the ground. And she's like, oh, you dirty old man, you tried to rape her. And he's like, I'm crippled. What did I, how could I try to rape her? Even though we know he did. Yeah. But luckily he's crippled, so... <laughs> Not quite as hard to push him off. Yeah. So Linda runs into Kirk driving his truck, and she's like, Oh, they're all going to kill me, and then we went to a place where everyone was going to rape me. We have to get away from all these people. It's all rapists and murderers out that way. And Kirk's like, Wow, that's a serious thing here. Oh, let's hop in the car. And he drives her back, and she's like, This is where all the bad people are. He's like, Oh, but it's okay, because I live here. <laughs> like, Kirk is just apathy. He doesn't really care at first. Jimmy Stewart. <laughs> I just feel like Jimmy Stewart should be playing this character. He goes to the old man. He's like, what's going on? He's like, oh, and he gives the same, like, fucking insane story. And um, about like, oh, she's insane and they had to tie her up. Her dad's a politician. And he's like, oh, okay, that tracks. You know, the same, like, they just buy this fucking insane story that Varla pulled out of her ass. Um. So, Billy is out chasing around with Vegetable, who has a fucking full-on episode when a train goes by. Yeah. And we'll get to the trains in a second, because Farla and Haji catch up, and they're like, Okay, so Linda's gonna keep the old man occupied. She's the sacrificial lamb while we go and find the money. And the thing with the trains is, like, the old man hears the trains, and he just goes off. He, This man hates trains. Well, I mean, the PTSD is real. He did get, like, run over by a train. Yeah, but he is just like, trains are the devil! Trains come from hell! You know, just- And they're always late. They're always late! These fucking trains! Like, if he saw that, um, the shit that's been going on in Ohio this past week with that just derailment- Yeah. He would point at that and go, see, I fucking told you! Trains are the devil! That's right. And he invites them all in to where they eat fried chicken and drink Cuddy Sark. No Jane B. Scotch. In this movie, it's Cuddy Sark. 
Well, I mean, it's not D'Amato. If D'Amato had directed it. It had been J&B, yeah, but here it's Cuddy Sark. Billy's like, oh, well, let's toast, you know, and she holds up her glass and she's like, let's drink to trains. <laughs> the old man's like, what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> you drink to trains, you dumb bitch? Varla, thankfully, you know, she intercedes. She's like, let's drink to new friends. And um, everyone keeps pointing out that Linda's not eating. And she's like, everyone's trying to kill me and rape me. And they're like, oh, Linda, we know you're insane. Just eat your food. About this point, Kirk's not convinced <laughs> that she's insane. He's like, I don't think she agrees with you guys. Yeah, and then um, the old man's like, because Vegetable keeps eating all this chicken. And they're like, wow, he sure's got a big appetite. Yeah, he killed his mother because he was too big. I just, I just hate him. I know he's my son, but I hate him. And I hate trains. <laughs> and Billy is fucking drunk now. Oh yeah, she's completely trashed. She has taken the bottle of Cuddy Sark for herself and is just drinking straight out of the bottle. And she tells, because uh, everyone runs off and so it's just her and Linda. And she tells Linda, she's like, sometimes I drink so much I pass out. And that time is now. <laughs> Intent, leave. Yes. Because Billy's kind of like the most neutral and the least interested in what the other girls are doing. Yeah, Billy is chaotic neutral. Yeah, she's just kind of doing things for the sake of doing things. Yeah, well, Varla and um, Haji, they're, uh, or Rosie, rather, they're they're chaotic evil. Yeah. <laughs> but Varla starts seducing the hell out of Kirk. He, he's into it, because, well, he lives out in the middle of nowhere with Lenny from Mice and Men and this yeah. crazy old man. <laughs> Lenny and the and the old man from Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Yeah, and not the old man that runs the gas station. This is Grandpa. Grandpa from Texas Chainsaw, yeah. So any woman that's like, oh, touch me, Kirk's going to be all over. So they're, they're down, like, making out in some barn. And then they find out that, you know, Rosie's, like, comes running up. She's like, Linda's run off again, and Billy's passed out. And they're like... And I love the line where Varla's like, well, we gotta find her before that old lech does. And Kirk goes, oh, you know about that too? <laughs> yeah. Like, oh, you- I do like a- Oh, sorry, go. I was like, oh, Kirk's like, oh, you know my dad's a pervert. Oh. But what were you gonna say? We, there's a, a line earlier that I like, because Kirk asks Marla what she wants, and she says everything or as much as I can get. And I feel like that's a good album. That would be a good album title. So- the uh, vegetable and old man catch up to Linda first, and um, old man gets his kick by watching vegetable rape women. Right, because he's not that capable of doing it himself, probably. Mm -hmm. So he's egging vegetable on to, to rape this girl, and Linda's like, just fucking do it and be done with it. I don't care. She's had just the worst day ever. <laughs> and vegetable's just, he starts crying. He's like, I can't do it. I can't do it. And he's crying. While um, the old man's like... Egging him on like, oh, no, no, you know, she looks like the girl that got me hit by the train. You have to rape her. And I'm like, this dude's fucking Ichi. Yeah, he is. <laughs> he is Ichi. Vegetable is Ichi. This old man's just manipulating him. Yeah, with violent rape a, stuff. He is literally just a, uh, a poor, dumb, manipulated, abused hunk of meat. He is. And then Kirk and Varla show up. And Kirk's like, okay, I'm going to take care of Linda now. Um, I'm pretty sure she's not crazy. I'm still, like, 80%, but... 
the old man hid the keys so Kirk and Linda have to walk. And um, Farla is just, like, eviling out. Yeah. <laughs> and Kirk's like, you're a sick girl. Well, you didn't think that a half hour ago, sugar. <laughs> and Kirk's like, yeah, yeah, you're right. He's, like, embarrassed. <laughs> And Varla and the old man, they, they share a moment where they realize that they're the same kind of evil. Because the old man's like, oh, I'm evil. Varla's like, me too. And it's like <laughs> a weird kind of like, they get each other. They still hate each other, but they kind of get each other. And so Billy decides that she's had enough of this shit. She, she sobers up and she's like, I ain't gonna stay here and kill all these people. Because Varla decides that's what has to be done now. And so we're gonna mass murder. Here I go killing again. <laughs> yep. Billy's like, well, I don't, I'm not going to be in for that. And Varla fucking throws the switchblade and gets Billy in the back just one shot dead. Yep. And um, so Varla tells uh, Rosie to, okay, get in the car. I'm going to get the old man out here, and you just got to drive and not miss. So the old man's just puttering around in his wheelchair, and they're driving behind him really, really slow. They're like five <laughs> feet behind him, just stalking him as he's rolling around in the chair. And he keeps looking back at them like, what the fuck are you doing? And then finally they do run him down, and money flies everywhere. That's where the he money kind is of, He kind of realizes that he's not making it, so he's just like, ah, and he like rushes towards him. I'm like, yeah. To his credit, he went out facing death head on. Yep. <laughs> Meanwhile, Vegetable doesn't quite comprehend death, because he's like right. over Billy, and he's like, she's don't move no more. Why doesn't she move, George? <laughs> Right, he's literally late. It's it's fine. And uh, Rosie's like, "Yeah, uh, can I get that knife though? Uh, we need that knife back." And he's like, "Oh, I'll give you the knife." And he just kills her. He kills Rose. Um, that's when Varla tries to run him down with the with her Porsche. Yeah. And she hits him, but he gets back up, and so she tries to pin him against this wall. And she is revving this car, but he's holding it back. It's it's her 250 horsepower versus his one vegetable power. <laughs> he spent a lot of time in the gym, though. <laughs> but it exhausts him. He eventually wears out, and she kills him. And then we get Kirk and Linda running around the desert, and with Varla chasing them. And they're chasing on terrain tracks, and I was so hoping a train would show up and hit somebody, like it would all come full circle. Yeah, that would be... That's probably just not in the budget, though, let's be honest. Yeah. Well, all you gotta do is just random, like, stock footage of a train, and then reaction shot of somebody screaming, and then the stock footage of the train again. Uh, the, like in uh, Blood Vengeance? <laughs> Exactly. But Kirk and Varla have uh, their big fight, and uh, Varla knocks him out, but then Linda just runs her down and kills her. Yeah, this time no one's holding Linda back, so. Yeah. Well, Linda's had one hell of a day, okay? <laughs> Poor True. girl. Uh, Kirk is okay, and so he's comforting her, and they're like uh, the instant couple that we had from 2000 Maniacs. Right. <laughs> like, we've known each other exactly. an hour, so we're we're soulmates. Yeah. And she's just crying, and she's like, I killed her! I killed her like she was an animal! Like she was nothing! And Kurt goes, it's okay, she was nothing. You know, it's okay, she was evil. Don't, don't, don't she was pretty evil. Home. She was pretty evil. And Kurt's like, I heard your fiancé's dead, are you single now? Yeah, that's right. <laughs> and it's the end, and it plays that uh, catchy, faster pussycat song that we heard at the opening. Yeah, super nice, like, jazz, kind of doorsy vibes. To yeah. It. yeah, it was a good song. According to John Waters... Quote, Faster Pussycat Kill Kill is beyond a doubt the best movie ever made. It is possibly better than any film that will be made in the future. Uh, he speaks quite highly of it. It's not that good. I was going to say, 
that might be a little bit of hyperbole, but I mean, it's pretty good. It's not, not life changing, but good. Yeah. Um, it's, you know, it's fine. Russ Meyer would go on to do other stuff that we'll watch. In fact, I was actually talking online today about somebody about beyond the, beneath the valley of the ultra vixens, which is another Russ Meyer film. <laughs> Which is one that one I don't... The, I'll just say, he's one of the big American uh, uh, exploitation directors. We have a lot of guys from, like, Italy and stuff, mm-hmm. but that's one of the big American. But, like, Beneath the Valley of the Ultra Vixens, I had that on VHS. Oh. Which was a deal, because Russ Meyer held the rights to all of his movies for the longest time. So you could only find them at, like, underground stores for, like, $70. Jesus. And um, so I had dropped the $70 on that one movie. And then one day, when Martha and I were living together, I, I'm like, I, I feel like watching Ultra Vixens again. And I opened the case, because it's one of them clamshell cases. Yeah. And a Goofy movie is in there. Womp, womp. Though that's a good movie. Goofy movie is a good movie. I'm like, but not seventy, not seventy dollars worth of you know, rare tape. Who could? <laughs> I'm like Martha. Where's 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 this movie? She's like, oh, I swapped him. I thought it'd be a fun joke. Okay, well, where's the the case for Goofy movie? I sold it at a flea market, and huh. like, some kid out there just got a copy of a Goofy movie and put on this sexploitation film. And his life was changed forever. Kid's probably a serial rapist now. I don't know. <laughs> Or he's one of our listeners. Yeah, could be. We have a listener that's like, that was me. <laughs> you're going to get it. You're going to get an email tomorrow. <laughs> but it's uh, um, definitely influential. Um, like, I ain't going to go through everything here, but it says on Wikipedia, the in popular culture section has like 80 bullet points. This yeah, no, it's a highly, highly influential. And it's not bad. It's it's not the origins of exploitation. I mean, we've gone older than this with Reefer Madness. But it is definitely early in terms of, like, broad appeal. Mm-hmm. It's interesting because the movie was criticized so much for its, like, so much violence and stuff. And, like, it would be a soft PG-13 today. It would be. Because it's like not a soft PG-13. It's not that violent, and there's no nudity. Yeah. No nudity. There's a little bit of any window. Yeah, it would be like a soft PG-13. I mean, our bonus movie this week has a lot more innuendo. Yeah, it does. And that was rated PG-13 or PG. Yes. Yeah, I I can't tell because on Amazon, which I watched on, it said PG, but I've also seen PG-13, so it might have been depending on the place. I don't know. Yeah, but this one was I don't know what it was rated. Came out in '65. When, like, there was no real rating. Yeah, we're still, like, Hayes Code era, aren't we? We're at the, the end of the Hayes Code, but right before the MPA. Um, so there, there's no, like, real rating. And you have all these independent films coming out, like this one. I think the most notable that made the cry for the MPAA was uh, Night of the Living Dead. Yeah, that, that movie's so good, too. It is, but everyone thought horror was a genre for kids, so they showed it at all these, like, kid matinees. That's, yeah, might be a little bit much for that, because that movie's pretty intense even today. Um, but our bonus this week, we're watching another group of pussycats, Josie and the Pussycats. Indeed. Though I would like to bring up one more thing. Tura Satana, who played uh, Varl in this movie, has a very interesting past. Did she really in nineteen thirty? Well... <laughs> Uh, she was born in 1938 in Japan, Hokkaido, oh. and they immigrated, and were uh, and her family got put into the Manzanar internment camp. Oh wow! 
Then, walking home from her from school before her 10th birthday, she was uh, she claimed she was gang raped by five men oh. and taught her. Then went on and learned a bunch of martial arts, and then apparently tracked down each of them and, and exacted revenge. It doesn't go into specifics. So she was her own rape revenge exploitation. She was her own. She was in fact her own rape revenge exploitation movie. And then she moved to L.A. and at 15 used a fake ID to become a burlesque dancer oh. until Harold Lloyd found her. Apparently, she started a gang. Yeah. Wow. So, so she is um, the uh, she she's the Dennis Hopper. Uh, she's the women's Dennis Hopper. Like this character you know, is her. It's like Dennis Opera in Blue Velvet. I'm looking at her bio, and it's like, when she was 13, her parents arranged her marriage to 17-year-old John Santana, which lasted nine months. It's crazy, right? What a crazy life this woman had. So, uh, I wanted more, like, background information about why Varla's the way she is, but I just assuming... Oh, I, yeah, I guess uh, I was reading also that she did a lot of her own lines, ad-libbed a lot of lines for this movie as well. Huh. So... I think she just played herself. Oh, I know that um, one of the things is that she did her own stunts, but she knew how to do stunts. Right. And But they, they didn't really have time, so she would just, like, it scared the shit out of the girl playing Linda, who was 16 at the time. Yeah. Because um, the actress, Susan Bernard, played Linda, said in interviews that she was truly scared of Santana, and that contributed to her performance as a frightened kidnapping victim. I mean, given her history like i could see her being very intimidating <laughs> but yeah so. interesting detail about uh, that actress crazy life yeah she uh is passed away i believe yep 2011 i think i saw yeah although she did find someone that she was married to for a while that wasn't an arranged marriage that's good and had two kids uh, she did um, two t- Ted V. Mickles films, which I don't know. We might watch Astro Zombie sometime, but it's fucking terrible. I say, I think that would be at least in our, uh, it our is wheelhouse. In, it is in our wheelhouse. Oh, she was also in The Haunted World of El Superbisto. I'm not surprised. Um, it was uh, That's Rob Zombie, right? Yep, that's Rob Zombie. Yeah, I, if I recall correctly, Zombie's a huge fan of this movie as well. Yes, he is. But that's uh, Faster Pussycat Kill Kill. Our bonus episode this week is Josie and the Pussycats. Another girl hey. gang out up to no good. <laughs> Completely different film. Yes. Um, incidentally, there is an episode of Riverdale that's called Faster Pussycats Kill Kill. That's amazing. And it's featuring Josie and the Pussycats. Because they are part of the Archie the- cinematic universe. Yeah, along with Sabrina the Teenage Witch. Um, thankfully we did not get the, a grimdark Josie and the Pussycats like they did with Riverdale and Sabrina. <laughs> no, no grimdark, uh, Josie and the Pussycats, where they're all like, it's a goth band. Oh, it's just the movie Halloween Pussy Trap Kill Kill. Yeah, so it could have been just that, yeah. Which does have some over <laughs> with this, with this movie we just watched in terms of some of the story structure. So, make sure to check out our bonus episodes. It's for subscribers. 99 cents a month, which we forgot to say. Would you rather have 5 p.m. donut shop coffee or the Faster Pussycat? Oh, Faster Pussycat Kill Kills is, is actually a pretty good movie. You, it's way better than 5 p.m. donut shop coffee. I'll agree with you. I'll take it over, the, the 5 p.m. donut shop coffee. Um, But yeah, so check us out. Um, ex- Oh, what is our damn website? I forgot it. <laughs> Total fucking professionals. <laughs> Exploititpodcast.com. 
Check us out on Twitter at, um, I don't have the thing open and I can't open it right now because I have this other document taking up space. <laughs> what are we on Twitter? I don't even remember. <laughs> at Podcast Exploit. There we go. So yeah, and you can subscribe to us through Spotify or Anchor.fm or I believe Apple iTunes. So that's what we got. Have a great, check you on the bonus episode, hopefully. Otherwise, next week for when we escape with Drunk Carpenter. Be fun. That'll be fun. Yep. Just you.